In this episode, I will be talking about the difference between a free website and a self-hosted website. Many bloggers starting out choose to make a free website through companies such as WordPress and Wix. And while that is perfectly fine for a school project or a nice hobby blog, if you actually want to start earning money off your blog, a free website just won't cut it. Trust me. If you are ready to turn your blog into a side hustle or maybe even a full-time income, but you're still on a free website, well then this episode is for you. Tune in and let me tell you why today is the day that you're going to take the plunge into self-hosted. My name is Lisa Neve and this is the Online Blog Academy podcast. I remember setting up a free WordPress blog when I was 14. They were so easy to make and you would literally be posting content within half an hour. I had so much fun making them, adding GIFs, nice backgrounds and of course blogging about whatever came to mind. But I also remember them being quite restrictive. You would not be able to add plugins, no good analytics. I mean, you did have the analytics via your dashboard, but it just wasn't all that. Making a static front page was virtually impossible. And if your blog got really, really popular, you were not able to run any ads on your website. And honestly, these are only just a few of the problems that you will have when choosing to use a free website over a self-hosted one. Okay, so why are we actually this restricted when using a free website? Well, when you make an account on Wix or Blogger or WordPress, you're actually not making your own website. You are in fact making a website on the domain of Wix or Blogger or WordPress or whatever you choose. In other words, your free WordPress website is just a subdomain on the WordPress.com website. Same goes for Wix and Blogger. This has a few repercussions. First of all, you will not have a domain authority. It used to be that when you put your free WordPress website through a DA checker, a domain authority checker, it would spit out a DA of 90. Woohoo, that's amazing, right? That's like really, really high. Well, no, because actually that is the domain authority of WordPress.com. It's not your website's DA. And they recently changed this, so now you notice when you put your website through a DA checker that your domain authority of your free WordPress website is actually one or zero, just to reflect the fact that the website does not in fact have a domain authority. Next up, you will also have no impact whatsoever on the SEO of your website. When using a free WordPress website or, or a free Wix website, you will not be able to do SEO for your blog. First of all, because there are no plugins that you can upload to your website because, well, they just won't let you. Additionally, it is virtually impossible to work on your website speed, to add schema.org or to change your meta descriptions and meta titles, just to name a few basic features that you do need to control in order to have an impact on the SEO of your website. 
This means that your free WordPress website will be at the mercy of the Google search engine gods. A bit like a ship adrift at sea without any means of changing its course because, well, the rudder and the mast broke off. You just don't have them. You also won't be able to run ads. Running ads is only available for people who have a self-hosted website. The chances of getting accepted as an affiliate partner are also very slim. As you might have heard in my other podcast episodes, affiliate marketing is one of the most important sources of income for bloggers these days. Bloggers can become part of an affiliate program where they put links to certain websites or products on their blog, and then when someone purchases or makes an order or a booking um, through that link, then that blogger will earn a small commission as a percentage of that sale. Or sometimes it's just a, um, a flat commission that they get, basically. And honestly, like this is such an important way of earning money off your blog. Like some bloggers are earning thousands a month just off affiliate commissions. So if you use a free website via WordPress or Wix, you are actually diminishing your chances of earning money to, well, almost nothing. Why? Well, because the chances of you being accepted into an affiliate network are pretty slim and you won't be able to run ads, nor can you sell guest posts on your website because you have no domain authority. That's a lot of money that you're just leaving on the side just because you're not going self-hosted. I mean, sure, you can still earn a bit of money when you have a free website. Um, the best you can hope for is a gifted product, but a tube of toothpaste really won't pay the rent. If you have a large audience, you might be lucky enough to um, ask the company to pay you $20 or $50 to promote a product. That is probably the most you're gonna get. And then another problem I want to talk about. Is your audience on a free website your own audience? Is your audience yours? And this honestly is a good discussion to have because creating your own audience is often overlooked in podcasts or blog posts or even blog courses. Okay, so what do I mean by creating your own audience? Well, Let's say you have a free Wix blog and you're quite popular. Your articles are widely read and you have a core following that checks into your website every single day. Great. Congratulations, you made it, you, you did something amazing. But what if Wix one day decides they don't like your website and close it down? Bam. I mean, sure, not that they're going to do this without warning or without you doing something illegal, but still. Your website will be gone, erased from the internet. Your audience will be gone. And even if you make a new website, how are you going to tell your audience that you have a new website? Want another example? Think about social media. Think about influencers with thousands of followers on Instagram. What if your account gets hacked? What if Instagram shuts down your account with thousands of followers? Or, and this has happened, what if Instagram changes its algorithm and your likes and engagement tank? 
The problem here is that you have virtually no influence over who gets to see your content or in the example of a website, you do not have any ownership over the website as Wix or WordPress or Blogger can just close it down. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why it is so important to have your own website, a self-hosted website. Not only because it is easier to earn money, because you can do your own SEO, because you can have better analytics and better insights, but also because it is your website, your blog. Nobody is ever going to take that away from you. Additionally, you will also be able to gather email addresses via your website so you can send out newsletters and keep in contact with your audience. And this way, if something goes wrong or something goes belly up, you can always send them to your new website or your new Instagram account or your new YouTube channel and so on. You are taking back control of your audience. That is what you're doing. Your audience is yours because you can choose when you contact your own audience. Okay, great. But can't I just pay WordPress that monthly fee to make my website self-hosted? I mean, yes, you could do that, but it's not a good idea. In fact, it's very expensive. You would be paying $4 a month for a domain name and a very, very limited amount of customization. And the domain name is only free for the first year, so the second year and the third year and the fourth year, you will have to pay $10 to $15 for the domain name. But you know what? You know what, what's the worst? Well, even though you're paying $4 a month, WordPress is actually still running ads on your website, which means you won't be able to place any ads of your own on your own blog. You will also not be able to upload any plugins and you won't be able to do your own SEO. You could choose for the premium package for $8 a month, which allows you to remove WordPress.com ads and get Google Analytics integration. But wait a minute, let's be completely honest here. $8 a month for this is very expensive. It's often more expensive than self-hosted and you still won't get access to SEO plugins or you still won't be able to buy a theme or install Google Search Console. It's honestly a very shoddy deal. And then when you pay $25 a month, and honestly, I literally, I had to read this twice, $25 a month, you will get all functionalities that come with a self-hosted website, except that you will probably be paying double of the going rate for server space, and you won't have any control on your website speed. They do give you an FTP in, but that's it. You won't be able to access cPanel. And if you're just starting out, it's obviously not very important to get access to cPanel. But once your website starts growing, this package won't cut it. It's very expensive for what you get because what you get is shit. And Wix is honestly worse. Their packages are <laughs> incredibly expensive while because they're Wix, they can't even offer good SEO plugins and other functionalities that would normally come with WordPress. So what does that mean? It means that if you want to earn money with blogging, no matter how high or low your goal is, you will need to go self-hosted. You will need to buy server space and a domain name yourself. 
But before you speed off looking for a suitable host or to check whether your .com domain name is still available, there are a couple of things that you need to keep in mind. First of all, do not trust bloggers. Wait, what? Yeah, you heard me. Do not trust bloggers. I know that I'm not making a lot of friends with today's episode, but this will make sense in a minute. Just trust me. The truth is that a lot of bloggers earn a pretty penny by writing blog posts about what hosting companies to choose for new bloggers and then slapping together a white and pink pin that then will be uploaded to Pinterest. Companies such as Bluehost and Sideground pay bloggers a lot of money, sometimes even recurring commission, ka-ching, when they convince people to buy a domain or hosting space from them. Bluehost pays about $65 per qualified sign-up and Siteground pays between $50 and $100 per sale depending on how many people you can convince to become their customer. And let's be honest, that's a lot of money. I mean, these bloggers are not telling you to sign up for Bluehost or Siteground because they're good hosting companies, but because when you sign up, they earn a really good amount of commission. I'm not going to name names, but there are loads of bloggers who promote Bluehouse or Sideground saying that they're actually using those hosting companies. But then when I dig deeper, they're actually with another, a better, a cheaper host. I mean, I honestly cannot stand that kind of nonsense, but it happens so much in the blogosphere. So, and it's not only about posts it's about so many things it's about tools it's about um courses etc so if you want to buy something if you want to do something and a blogger is recommending this to you do your own research and go further than just other blogs go to things like i don't know like reddit I myself would stay away from Bluehost, Sideground and GoDaddy because they are incredibly expensive. Um, I'm with A2 Hosting because it was cheap, it's one of the fastest ones out there and um, I did a lot of research into who to go with. You can check out my website or all my websites, I put them through trackers and checkers and whatever and all and you can see that I'm not, not lying. Now, you don't have to sign up for A2 Hosting, but I'm just trying to say that you need to do your own research. Anyway, if you want to do research into good hosting companies, the literal last places where you should start or look are Pinterest and Facebook groups for bloggers. Um, Why? Because I know that uh, most of the money that those bloggers make comes from pointing new bloggers into the direction of SiteGround and Bluehost. So instead, I would go somewhere where people don't have any monetary gain from you signing up to a host because there's a lot of money involved and go to places such as r slash blogging on Reddit. Um, To be fair, if I have a blogging problem that I can't get solved of or if I need to know something and nobody has the answer or or I can't find the answer, I just go to r slash blogging because there's so many amazing bloggers there. from all different kinds of niches and some of those people earn a shit ton of money um and they're just there sharing their experiences for free and i just got such amazing advice there okay so next up how much will a self-hosted website cost 
Well, the hosting itself will be between $2.99 and $9.99 a month, depending on how long you buy your hosting for, um, per month, per year, per three years, and what company you choose. Your domain name will be about $10 a year, but again, this will depend on the extension you choose, but most .com domains cost between $9 and $14 every single year. Your SSL certificate, very important for SEO, should be free. And so should a professional mailbox with your domain name be. If you need to pay for a mailbox on your domain, you need to choose another host. Some hosts make you pay to have, for instance, an info at yoursite.com email address or a whatever you want to put there at yoursite.com email address. And it is honestly just not done. It's just a sign that your hosting company is incredibly expensive. Most hosts will give this to you for free and having to pay for that privilege, I mean, no, just, just walk away. You will also need to choose a good theme. You can use websites such as ThemeForest or Envato, and I myself bought all my themes from ThemeForest. I mean, you could download nulled or hacked themes, but this might actually put you into trouble as these themes often come with backdoors through which the hacker can later access your website and then inject malware or take over your complete website. I mean, this might or might not have happened to me in the past. So yeah, just buy a team via a legit place so your website is protected at all times. Themes can cost anything between $15 and $18 depending on the theme you choose. But this is a one-off cost and you will never ever have to pay that again. If you're not very confident about installing your theme yourself or working on your website, you can actually easily and very cheaply hire someone on Fiverr to do everything for you. This doesn't have to cost hundreds of dollars like some people were asking me the other day. No, instead, it'll probably be between 30 to $50 to get your whole site done. So, I mean, going self-hosted might actually have a bit of an upfront cost attached to it, but it won't break the bank. It is a necessary investment into your blog. You will have to make if you want to turn your blog into a business or if you just want to start earning money from blogging. So that was it for today's episode. Do let me know if you have any more questions about going self-hosted. You can always contact me via info at onlineblogacademy.com and I will try to answer your questions as soon as possible. Have a great blogging week and I'm going to see you next episode. Bye.